Why is Australia so strangely empty? Why haven't we discovered so much of the ocean? Is our planet a perfect sphere? And was the Earth once more purple than green? I bet you didn't know these facts about our planet. So let's find it all out. Australia is really massive. To make it easy to understand its size, it's nearly as large as the entirety of Europe. Home to around 26 million people, Australia is among the countries with the least population per area. It's ranked only 55th for the highest population in the world, while it has the 6th largest land area. Why is so much of it empty? A good guess would be the many dangerous animals hiding behind every rock. At least this is enough for me to avoid Australia. But there is one specific reason to explain this. The dryness of Australia ensures that 85% of the population lives within 30 miles of the coast, and 80% of them live along the eastern side where rainfall is more common. But although there is an overall lack of rainfall, only 20% of Australia is unlivable desert, and only 40% is considered not habitable by human standards. The water consumption is actually higher than their average rainfall each year. But there is a further ancient water source hidden way below, which can support a much larger population. It's one of the largest underground freshwater resources in the world, the Great Artesian Basin. It covers a staggering 656,000 square miles, which is one-fifth the size of Australia. It holds enough water to cover the Earth under a 1.5 feet deep layer of water. Or, more usefully, it could provide enough water for thirsty Australians over the next 1,500 years. Only 6.5% of Australia has soil suitable for farming, so this doesn't seem like a huge amount. But in case you forgot, Australia is big. And this small percentage is about the size of France. With this massive area available for farming, Australia has more than enough to feed its population with a further 70% of agriculture products that are exported overseas. So, with plenty of land, food, and water, why are the population figures so low? A very slow migration process is the reason. First, only people from the United Kingdom lived there. Then, they opened their borders to other Europeans, and this restriction remained in place until 1973. You would think almost 200 years would be enough time for a lot of people to migrate, but Australia was just so far away. The risk of traveling such a long way and the cost of the journey meant that people from Europe prefer the shorter and cheaper options to migrate elsewhere, like Canada or the USA. For the past 2,000 years, people have understood that Earth is round. But did you know that it's not a perfect sphere? Through the wobbly rotation of Earth, our planet constantly changes its size, very slowly, of course. The North and South Poles are surprisingly flat. Earth is pretty much like a ball being squished. Imagine there's a giant hand with the fingers pressing at both poles. Because of this pressure, the equator pushes a little outwards. Along with an uneven gravitational field, Earth has loads of gravity glitches, some positive and others negative, creating an uneven, rocky and bumpy surface. Some places on Earth have more gravity than others. If you weighed yourself along the equator, you would weigh 0.5% less than at the poles. Not a whole lot and definitely not worth the trip to change your weight. 
If you were to measure the length from the center of the Earth towards the furthest point of Earth, you would be shocked that Mount Everest isn't at the end of it. Instead, it's along the equator, which is the pushed-out part. Ecuador's mountain Chimborazo would actually be the tallest point on Earth as it's the furthest from the center. We still have around 80% of the ocean to map, which is crazy considering how much of the solar system we've explored in comparison. But we're still aware of many of the unbelievable details about the ocean. It covers over 80% of the world's surface, where 94% of the Earth's wildlife lives. And from some of the life in it, up to 80% of the world's oxygen is produced mainly from plankton, algae, and bacteria. One of the most famous already mapped places is the Mariana Trench. It's the deepest point on Earth, as low as almost 7 miles deep. That's a huge, five times the length of the Grand Canyon and deeper than Mount Everest is tall. It's also home to one of the most ancient seabeds on Earth, casually laying low for about 180 million years. The pressure at the bottom is over 1,000 bars, but although this is 1,000 times more than normal pressure, life still flourishes here. Throughout the ocean, there is an estimated over 3 million shipwrecks lying in the murky depths. Countless artifacts sit there untouched, and there could be more than all the world's museums. The Mid-Ocean Ridge is the longest in the world, reaching 40,000 miles. That's almost 10 times the size of the Andes, the longest mountain range on land. The sun is the reason behind the blue and aqua colors of the ocean. This color isn't from the reflection of the sky, though they are both blue for the same reason. The surface of our planet receives white light from the sun, and it absorbs the orange, red, and yellow light stronger. It doesn't absorb the blue light so much, so it returns to how we see it. Of course, this only occurs based on how pure the water is. If the water is full of mud or algae, they scatter the light and overpower the water's natural blueness. There are many factors that determine what color we see on our planet. Could you believe that the Earth was green before? Instead, it was purple. Chlorophyll in our atmosphere absorbs mainly blue and red wavelengths from the sun and reflects the green ones to what we see our planet as today. Long ago, ancient microbes called retinol dominated the Earth instead of chlorophyll. They absorbed green light and reflected red and violet light. Those microbes had a simpler structure, so they were easier to produce in the low oxygen environment of the early Earth. They provided our planet with a purplish color instead of green. But chlorophyll is more efficient, and as the Earth was developing, it eventually took over. Imagine that billions of years ago, faraway observers could see our home as a small purple dot. I wonder if we could have also been purple. Probably not. The biggest tree on Earth is a giant sequoia named General Sherman. It stands over 280 feet, almost reaching the height of a 26-story building. They believe it to be 2,700 years old, with a circumference of 1,000 inches. Its weight is a staggering 1,800 tons. That's heavy, but it isn't the heaviest living thing on Earth. In Utah, a huge grove of trees called Pando works like a single colony of trees. The massive root system connects all of them together with up to 47,000 stems. It weighs up to 6,000 tons and is 80,000 years old. It makes it the oldest living thing known to humans.
Now, what about the biggest area of one being? Off the coast of Western Australia, a seaweed grows to an unthinkable size. The Poseidon's ribbon weed has been growing for 4,500 years, spreading underground clone shoots. It's all connected and shares the same DNA with most of its shoots. It covers a massive 77 square miles, the same size as 28,000 soccer fields, or the size of Nebraska. And it won't stop there either, as it continues to grow by two feet each year. It's hard to even picture the scale of these enormous beings. Now, just imagine if they were all purple. I'm about to introduce you to a place where the laws of physics take a vacation. Welcome to the mystery spot where you can witness all kinds of implausible things that will leave you scratching your head in disbelief. Don't worry, it's not sorcery or witchcraft. It's just some clever optical illusions that mess with your brain and make you question reality. Back in the day when the Great Depression was hitting hard, people needed some fun distractions. That's how the entertainment industry gave birth to the concept of mystery spots. One of the most famous mystery spots is the one near Santa Cruz, California. The name is all intrigue and mystique, isn't it? Once you step inside, you'll see people standing upright on a slanted floor or at impossible angles on a flat surface. You'll see a ball rolling up a ramp defying gravity and logic. It's like being in a fun house but without creepy clowns. The site is known for its gravity-defying demonstrations, which appear to bend the laws of physics, both on the short uphill walk and inside the wooden building on the site. Misperceptions of the height and orientation of objects occur here. These visual illusions include balls rolling uphill and people leaning farther than normally possible without falling down. Psychologists at Berkeley state that all of the misperceptions stem from the simple fact that the house is slanted at a 20 degree angle. The next stop is again in the USA, but this time at Hoover Dam in Nevada. Here gravity seems to play with us too. Try this experiment if you ever happen to go there. Pour water from a bottle over the dam. You will witness that instead of going down, the water will start flowing upward. The reason behind this is a very powerful updraft that the structure of the dam creates. In other words, the water gets carried upward by the wind. This trick is not unique to the dam, as there's a reverse waterfall in the Faroe Islands. It occurs due to a wild weather phenomenon known as an inverted waterfall. Imagine a gigantic whirlwind of ocean spray swirling up a steep, 1,542-foot-high rocky cliff. So how does this crazy phenomenon happen, you ask? Well, it's all thanks to a spiral column of air that rotates near high and steep cliffs, creating a mini-tornado effect. And when the wind hits the edge of the cliff, it gets even stronger and picks up coastal water, which then splashes up the cliff and creates a massive water and wind funnel. Apparently, these inverted waterfalls can happen in other places too, like on the cliffs of Mohair in Ireland, the mountains of Iceland, and even in the Waipuhia Falls of Hawaii. Talk about Mother Nature showing off her skills. Ah, magnetic hill in Lodak, India? The ultimate mind-bending road trip destination? Here, you can watch objects and cars roll uphill like they're stuck in some kind of magnetic vortex. It's an optical illusion that occurs thanks to the sneaky slopes and general layout of the area. The road might look like it's going uphill, but it's actually a downhill road in disguise, playing tricks on your brain like a mischievous magician. 
You might also see your car moving by itself in the neutral gear. No, your car isn't haunted, it's just basic physics at work. Even when the engine is off, the wheels can still turn, thanks to momentum and the subtle slope of the road. Mount Aragats has a similar story to the Magnetic Hill of India. This one, too, is like a magnet for thrill-seekers and car enthusiasts. It's located on the border between Turkey and Armenia. It has a reputation for making cars defy gravity. People from all over the world visit this mountain to witness the incredible spectacle, where a car parked on the slope seems to roll uphill all by itself without any driver behind the wheel. There's a nearby river that flows uphill too. People who visited this site claim that it's easier to go up than down there. Number six on the list is the Golden Boulder from Myanmar. The rock looks like it's about to tumble down the hill at any moment. But it's not going anywhere. It's been sitting there for over 2,500 years. The rock is the centerpiece of a stunning pagoda that sits on top of it, towering 49 feet above the ground. According to legend, the rock is held in place by none other than a strand of Buddha's hair. It's no wonder that this place is one of the most important Buddhist pilgrimage sites in Myanmar. The rock was chosen by a celestial king who was impressed by a Buddhist monk's incredible asceticism. So, he used his supernatural powers to carefully place the rock in its current spot, where it looked like the monk's head. If that's not enough, it's said that only a woman can move the boulder. That's why women aren't allowed to touch it. So, if you're up for an adventure, head over to this magnificent rock and pagoda and witness this gravity-defying feat for yourself. Back to the U.S. Oregon Vortex is located on Sardine Creek, Oregon. It's a tourist attraction that's been around since 1930. The owners of the attraction claim that it's some paranormal activity, but it's pretty obvious some clever optical illusions are involved. Legend has it that even before the attraction was built, Native Americans in the area warned that this land was forbidden and horses refused to go there. But then, some gold miners built an assay office there in 1904 and the building ended up sliding to a wonky angle. Now picture this. You're in a cozy spot, away from city light pollution, staring up at billions of stars putting on a sparkling show above you. But if you're lucky enough to be in Marfa, Texas, you'll get a little something extra. Mysterious orbs decide to join in on the fun, shining bright like a diamond, and they've been doing it for over a hundred years. But what are these glowing orbs called Marfa lights? Well, everyone has their own theories. Some people think they're just car lights from the nearby highway, but that's no fun. Others believe that these orbs are actually sentient beings trying to convey some sort of important message to us. Mere mortals. Imagine standing at the edge of a stunning lake, admiring the picturesque view of a majestic volcano. Suddenly, you hear a loud boom and flames shoot up into the air like a firework show gone wild. But don't worry, it's not an eruption, it's just the Kauaijin Lake and volcano doing its thing. This fiery spectacle is caused by a natural phenomenon where sulfuric gases burst through the rocks and ignite upon contact with the outside air. The result? Flames that soar up to 16 feet in height, burning blue like the coolest neon lights you've ever seen. And if that's not enough, the liquid sulfur that streams down the mountain looks like a molten river of electric blue lava. It's equal parts terrifying and breathtaking, and a sight you won't soon forget. Speaking of unforgettable things, the Rachat structure in Mauritania has been an eye-catching enigma for astronauts since the dawn of the NASA space program. 
This circular feature in Earth's crust was created by a raised dome that was eroded over time, revealing the original flat rock layers. As you move from the center of the structure outward, you travel back in time, as the older rock layers are exposed in the middle. This geological phenomenon is made up of sedimentary and igneous rocks and measures 28 miles across. From space, you can see several faults where the rock layers have shifted and have been pulled apart. The Rachat structure is situated in the heart of the Sahara Desert. There you go. This is our version of the top 10. Would you add something else to this list? Now, the Mariana Trench is the deepest and probably the most enigmatic place on Earth, whatever that means. Bizarre creatures, such as deep-sea anglerfish, frilled and goblin sharks, barrel-eyed fish, hatchet fish, ooh, live in a crescent-shaped trench in the Western Pacific. Just three people have ever descended down the Challenger Deep in the southern end of the Mariana Trench. There, at a depth of almost 11,000 feet, vents are bubbling up carbon dioxide and liquid sulfur. Mud volcanoes erupt under the pressure a thousand times greater than at the surface. And so, it's no place I want to go. So bye! Get back in there. Alright, alright, since you clicked... Yeah, you're about to visit places no less mysterious and creepy than the Mariana Trench. Your first stop is Mexico, the Yucatan Peninsula to be precise. See those bottomless sinkholes filled with crystal clear water? It's fresh water that overlies salt water seeping from the sea. The sinkholes are called cenotes. The Mayans believe these natural wells were the gateways to the underworld. Thousands of cenotes created by collapsed limestone bedrock form one of the world's longest underwater cave systems. You can easily get lost in this tangled, mysterious network. Now it's time to visit the Caribbean. There, you'll get to a depth of almost 8,000 feet to see the Von Damme vent field. The hydrothermal vents fire out streams of muddy, scalding water with a temperature reaching 400 degrees Fahrenheit. That's almost enough to bake a pizza. These mounds are made of talc, a substance you can find in baby powder. The Von Damme vent field is an oasis for odd species. One of those is kind of a creepy shrimp without eyes. Instead, they're equipped with patches of light-sensitive cells on their backs. Now, you don't have to travel far away. The next enigma on your list is also in the Caribbean. Just off the coast of Belize, there is a giant sinkhole. It's also blue. Yep, that's the Great Blue Hole. The thing is about a thousand feet across and more than 400 feet deep. Once, a long, long time ago, this hole was a cave until rising waters filled it, making it collapse in on itself. The deeper you descend into the Great Hole's crystalline waters, the darker it becomes. You see tons of stalactite-filled caves, but don't even try to enter them unless you want to get hopelessly lost. Once you reach a depth of 50 feet, you notice the water shimmer. That's the invisible line dividing the sinkhole's salty top from the freshwater abyss. Time to get out of there. Who knows what you might come across in the murky depths. Your next destination is off the Pacific Northwest coast. Almost 500 streams of methane bubbles were discovered there several years ago. Because of the bubbles, the vents got the name Champagne Seeps. Which sounds better than the fart spas. Scientists are still puzzling over this phenomenon. 
Where does the methane come from? Underwater cows? Why is its temperature warmer than that of the surrounding ocean? And most importantly, what would happen if you managed to light a match somewhere near a large bubble? Methane is a highly flammable gas, and setting a methane bubble on fire… well, you get the picture. And now, you're off to Iceland! The plan is to dive into Silfra, a fissure filled with pure glacier water. This 206-foot deep crack is the only underwater place on the planet where you can touch two continents at once. The deeper you go, the darker it becomes. The rocky landscape looks otherworldly. Divers who dare to visit this incredible place risk having their gear frozen, getting hypothermia, or not surviving whatsoever. After all, the water temperature in Silfra Fisher is about 35 degrees Fahrenheit year-round. Your next destination is Scotland. Okay, cue the bagpipes. If you dive in the Gulf of Corryvreckan, a narrow strait between two islands, you'll see massive underwater rocks and deep holes. They create the third-largest permanent whirlpool on the planet, the Corryvreckan Maelstrom. The water moves through the strait at breakneck speed. It hits the underwater rocks, and the place looks like a pot with boiling water. The waves created in the process sometimes reach a height of 15 feet, and you can still hear the roaring whirlpool from 10 miles away. It's believed the Corryvreckan maelstrom has swallowed dozens of sailors over the centuries. They were caught unaware by the ferocity of this natural phenomenon and pulled underwater in the blink of an eye. Okay, enough bagpipes. Your adventures are getting more and more extreme. You're heading for Antarctica. There, in the Southern Ocean, you'll find the Ross Sea Ice Shelf. Say that five times real fast. Later, not now. It's roughly the size of Spain, with the ocean underneath containing as much water as the North Sea. Once, scientists drilled all the way down through this enormous chunk of ice. Imagine their astonishment when they found life in those extreme conditions. The researchers came across dozens of mysterious species not known before. The most unnerving were upside-down swimming fish and overturned sea anemones hanging in the frigid waters. Hopefully, bizarre places with a notorious reputation don't frighten you. Well, too bad, because you're about to visit the Bermuda Triangle. It's an area between Bermuda, Florida, and Puerto Rico where planes and ships seem to vanish in thin air. For the first time, this place attracted a lot of attention in 1945. That's when five U.S. Navy planes disappeared during training. Before radio contact was lost, the flight leader said, We're entering white water. Nothing seems right. After that, the planes with 14 men flying them disappeared. Even scarier, a rescue plane with 13 people on board never came back as well. Some people believe the mythical city of Atlantis lies at the bottom of the triangle. They claim its inhabitants use extraterrestrial technologies to sink ships and crash airplanes. Others blame rare and unexplored natural phenomenon, for example, magnetic anomalies, or massive pockets of flammable methane gas. There we go again. Then, if a bolt of lightning ignited a giant methane bubble near a ship or a plane, this could probably make it sink without a trace. Except the smell. But methane is found everywhere all over the world, and it never behaves this way. Some experts aren't sure there's a mystery to explain whatsoever. Lots of busy routes pass through this area. No wonder more ships and planes sink there than anywhere else. 
Now, prepare some warm clothes. You're heading for the north again. Your destination is Cape Desolation in Greenland. Nice place. In 2012, Canadian researchers were sampling the water in that area, and their equipment came back to the surface with pieces of coral attached to it. That's how a cold-water coral reef was stumbled across. These unique pinkish corals can easily go without sunlight and live in strong currents 3,000 feet below the surface. Another unique spot you can't miss lies between Greenland and Siberia. The Gakko Ridge is the deepest and most remote portion of the global mid-ocean ridge system. In some places, it reaches the depth of more than 3 miles. It's only natural the darkest corners of this underwater world remain unexplored. Fascinating chemical reactions happening at the bottom of the ridge produce hot fluids rich in minerals. They spew, like freshmen at a rush party, from seafloor vents. And since these vents are isolated from the rest of the ocean, they're hot spots for bizarre creatures found nowhere else in the world. Your next stop is just off the coast of Cuba. Circular columns, paved floors, symmetrical stone structures. That's what the Cuban underwater city looks like. What happened there? Why was a large city abandoned at a depth of more than 2,000 feet? Lots of people believe those are the ruins of a long-forgotten civilization. But scientists have their doubts. They claim the lost city is nothing but a natural phenomenon that appeared about 5 million years ago. The disk and donut structures often appear around the areas of the seafloor where natural gases break free. Again with the gases. When you come to visit the Sargasso Sea in the middle of the North Atlantic Ocean, you won't find its shores. Instead, it's surrounded by powerful ocean currents. These are the same currents that turn the sea into a gigantic convention for dense brown seaweed. In the 19th century, a French ship was discovered in the Sargasso Sea. Its sails were set, but not a single crew member was on board. This mysterious disappearance made people believe the seaweed was carnivorous. The Sargasso Sea is indeed a weird place. It's always eerily calm and unnaturally warm, even though it's surrounded by the churning, freezing waters of the Atlantic Ocean. Could one of these bizarre places become a home to the largest marine predator ever, the Megalodon? The giant shark's teeth, some larger than an adult man's hand, have been found pretty much all over the world. But since these creatures preferred warm, shallow waters, they lived along the coastlines of all continents except Antarctica. In other words, it'd be a waste of time to search for the giant predator in the depths of the Mariana Trench in Greenland or in Mexican cenotes. But then, could it choose the waters of the Caribbean to hide from the hustle and bustle of the modern world? Eh, don't get your hopes up. There's been no proof the megalodon does exist these days. It wasn't a shy, elusive animal, and still, no one has seen this shark lurking around recently. Not even near the fart spas. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.